Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. Time to get serious geopolitical, Brandon. Here's Uh-oh. the headline. Israel's 9-11, how Hamas terrorist attacks will change the Middle East. Bruce Hoffman and Jacob Ware on a website called War on the Rocks. Did you send this to me? No, heard you, of this sent it, you sent it to me. Okay. You gonna give us a woke magometer here? There's, you know, I'm not giving a woke wag on this one. This is a two, yeah. This is this is a pretty straightforward article on the problems in there. I, I, this is so. Right. This is the most complicated one we've ever done. I'm not giving a woke wag on it. Thank you. Let me just read a little bit. The Hamas attacks should offer a stark reminder of terrorism's unique ability to drive geopolitical agendas, completely upend the status quo. Timing of the attacks was likely a response to the normalization process in diplomatic relations between Israel and many Muslim countries. What is less clear is how Hamas hopes the next days will unfold. Terrorism at its very core, strategic violence, selected by actors who no longer seek political solutions. Perhaps Hamas is attempting to provoke an overwhelming response like we did on September 11th, or perhaps they're merely acting as spoilers of a newly invigorated peace process. But this attack came at a time of unprecedented support for the Palestinians around the world. However, it was broadcast on social media showing genuinely horrendous imagery of innocent civilians being butchered. It seems inevitable the attacks will only set back the Palestinian cause, perhaps fatally. Listen, I don't want you to give this giant history of the 1916 (laughs) peace accords. Now, Israel, I know you're ready to give us a history class. I just want to say this. Nobody saw the images of the attacks. It was like, that was a good thing. I don't believe me. I am not pro that attack. It was horrible. It was awful. In response to that, though, I will say, if you're a Palestinian man living in Palestine with no hope of ever finding love. There is no Palestine, but go ahead. Okay, whatever. Love, a wife, or a job. What else are you supposed to do other than plan some sort of attack? Because you have nothing else in life, right? Bro, this is the single most complicated issue on the planet Earth. And there is no other way around this. You can see if you are a thoughtful person and you don't just like polarize yourself and entrench yourself in thinking, you can see both sides of this. On the Palestinian side, those people are living in a really a permanent state of refugee status. Yeah. Occupied zone. It's permanent refugee status. Yep. They don't have their own state. They sort of do, but they sort of don't. They're under the control of, and by the way, it wasn't just the Israelis that they deal with. The, no one wanted the Palestinian people. Yeah. Okay. So Would, it, it's yes. easy to criticize the Israelis, but no one wanted these people. Yes. They live in constant tension around this. And you're right. There's rampant unemployment. There's all sorts of issues. There are millions of people stuffed into a very small area. So, of course, there are going to be a disaffected young men that are going to fall for the idea of jihad. Now, Hamas, the organization, basically, when they wrote Don't this, do it. I'm not, going do down, it. I'm not going down the rabbit hole. I'm just going to say that in their very accord saying what they were, they're like, we will never, under any circumstance, ever seek peace with Israel. Our entire thing is they, they're, they're say, saying is jihad or martyrdom. That means either they win or they die. I mean, that is a tough thing to beat when you've got people that think like that. They went over the wall, you know, and there are all sorts of complex issues. Like, number one, how in the world did they plan this? They attacked by air, land, and sea. No one would have seen this coming. Nope. So now all of a sudden we've got one of the most powerful militaries in the world 
fully mobilizing itself. And by the way, don't underestimate this one factor here. We had all the saber rattling going on in the Arab world and this, that, and the other thing. But the Israelis have something that none of the rest of them have, and that's nuclear weapons. If the Israelis wanted to push a button today, they could level Iran. The entire country would be gone in a second or 12 minutes or however long it takes for a missile to get there. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen, but I'm saying that is the deterrence. There is, seems to be no question that Iran was involved in this. So this is just a complex pile of poop. Thank you for creating that lovely picture. Here would be my point to anybody. There is no really right or wrong on this. Palestinians aren't right, and the Israelis aren't right. Palestinians aren't wrong. Israelis aren't wrong. Like, if you can't see both sides of it, I think that's the problem on the discourse of this. Problem in my marriage a lot of times. There really is, it's just gray. And I don't know how we dig out of it, but just coming from a perspective, you jump on your Twitter account or whatever, like, those horrible, it's really complex. It's gray. And I don't think most people can do that on the globe. By no, the way. and it's not just that. It's that, in fact, it's the exact opposite. People take these really, really entrenched positions. We saw what happened when these students wrote a letter at Harvard. Yep. There were business people that were Harvard grads that said, I will not hire these kids because they are so pro-Israeli. They cannot. They are like, even if you criticize Israel at all, you're not getting a job. That's what their point is. You know what? Which is funny. It's It was the uh, the people that graduated from college. The, the alumni alums, the alums. telling the students, you can't say that stuff. Right. We live now in an age in college where everything you say is on your social media account, right? Right. So you're going to get blasted. Imagine all the stuff you said in college got blasted to the world. And those people at Harvard that are angry that these young people are expressing their opinions. Yeah. It's hypocritical that alumni at these institutions saying, hey, you guys got to stop talking. It's hypocritical. It, it, but, that's, but that goes to how deeply personal this is. So we've talked about my, my links to the Jewish community, worked at a Jewish day school for a lot of years, have a lot of close friends who are Jewish. And I see in my um, social media feed, I don't get on very often, but with this stuff going on, it's just bomb. I have Jewish friends that are posting pictures of dead Israelis every single day now, every day. And they're basically saying, look, this young person died at this music festival. This is not just some abstract thing for the Jewish community in, in the world, the United States all over. This is not abstract. This is a reminder. There were more Jews killed last week than since the Holocaust. Even with the other wars, there have been more Jews killed. And do you take the other side of the bat? The number of Palestinians that have been killed by the occupation since it started I'm not is a large number. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing, but we can agree that this was Hamas who went over the, the wall. So you could, you could just understand that, hey, here's another example of people trying to kill Jews. And so it is so personal. It's so beyond just simply like, well, you know, I mean, you got to understand they're mad about blah, blah, blah. No, this is very... Very, this is beyond personal. This goes to the very core of these people. Here's what my prediction is, Larry. I believe that the, all Palestinians will be driven out of Gaza within the next year. All of them. Mm. I think they're going to drive them into Egypt, and they're going to force the Arab world to deal with the immigrant population. And it probably is going to cause all sorts of problems. People would say, hey, the Israelis shouldn't do it. But if you were constantly worried about your home being invaded from across the street, you might do the same thing. I just want to I bring this story up, too, because I was with a group of my friends that I really love a lot. And I was telling this idea of like, this is horrible. The Israelis have every right to do whatever they want. And I was like, hey, man, have you guys looked like people that I love? Have you looked into this at all about what has happened to the Palestinian people and how God's chosen people have decided to treat them? And I was just shocked at my very close friends 
could not see the other side of this story. That's what struck me. But you've layered a level of complexity on this, and I don't know if these were Christian friends of yours or not, but when you talk to especially evangelical Christians, they see the the existence of the state of Israel as being biblical. They see it as part of a prophecy. And so for them, it's it's even beyond, it's even beyond the idea of what the complexities we talked about. They're looking at this as this is part of God's plan for the world and we need the Israeli state to exist. And if it's a threat to it, then we need to support it. It is brutally complicated, bro. Brutally complicated. I agree. And anybody that gives an answer doesn't, that's, you literally made my point. Anybody that gives an answer to this doesn't get how complicated it is. Because it literally goes back to the beginning of time. The beginning of time, this problem started. Yeah, and it was, it's really interesting. And one of the things that I've been reading about and one of the, the fascinating thing about the human condition is we were probably closer to Palestinian peace with Israel and Arab peace with Israel than we've ever been. Since since Israel Israel became a state, they were about ready to to normalize relations with Saudi Arabia. That all these things were going to happen, and Hamas knew that, and Iran mm-hmm. knew that, and it would have been bad for both of those organizations. They it's not an accident that they attacked during that time. They yeah. attacked during a time when the Israeli government was fractured and Netanyahu's not real popular. So this is just a pardon my language, Pat Olson. This is a shit show. This is an absolute poop storm going on, and I don't know the answer. I could tell you that I know you don't pray anymore or believe in God, but I have prayed more in the last week about things that are outside of my own life, my own world, than I have in years, because this is a frightening thing. I don't think about it as just, just for the people of Palestine, uh, you know, the, the people of Gaza and the West Bank, or just Israelis. This is a global problem. Just to unsupport my claims to begin with, after 9-11, mm-hmm. what does George Bush do? He invades Afghanistan and Iran. I mean, Iraq. And right. we completely uh, destabilize that situation forever just as a retaliatory tactic. And that's what Israel's yeah. going to do in the Gaza Strip. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but like we all now know that George Bush should have never gone to Iraq. All of this evidence supports that. And we wrecked Afghanistan for years just because we wanted some retribution. By the way, mm-hmm. wasn't even the right retribution. No, I, I, I don't disagree. I I think it's going to be even more severe than Iraq and Afghanistan. I don't think they could depopulate Iraq and Afghanistan. I think they're going to depopulate Gaza. That's what I think is going to happen. I, I don't know anything. I'm Obviously, I'm not. I just know what I read and what I see. But I've traveled to where this is. I've been to where that iron wall, where that happened, where this right along Gaza. We couldn't go into Gaza, but we were like uh, a quarter of a mile away from Gaza. And I was like, wow, that's really close. We're to where these kibbutzim are along the border with Gaza. I'm like, man, this is crazy. You know what? I thought of this topic. I came in a little low with my friends because I brought it up and they thought I was a Palestinian terrorist after I brought up this discussion. <laughs> but I love your idea. There is no right or wrong answer. We Maybe it's just prayer. Literally, maybe this issue, if you're not a praying person, you just say a giant prayer for that region. And I think you're right. Well, if nothing else, it'll bring your heart into a place of hopeful, prayerful peace. And if every oh. Jew and Christian and Muslim around the world prayed, oh. then who knows what could happen? I, I'm not a, I'm not a magical per- thinking person, but who knows? Brendan, I'd like to thank you today for providing the right answer on the Middle East. 